0: Everybody, especially Buddy, uh, missed you this week. I had a really, really, really good time at Disneyland without you. I took my fiance, and he and I had a grand old time. Uh, now I'm home, and I had a couple of closing thoughts. Uh, I meant to record more updates from inside the park, but honestly, we just had too much fun, and uh, I wasn't able to, to carve out another couple of minutes to sit down. We uh, we packed the day full. We rode Indiana Jones a couple times. We went on the Haunted Mansion a couple of times. Uh, Despite it being the beautiful, perfect day, uh, it wasn't very crowded at all. Um, With the fast passes and the app, we were able to sail right on most of the rides. The only line we really waited uh, in was for Space Mountain, Uh, but we passed the time by playing uh, playing games and, and and had a really good day. Now, now that I'm home. And I've had time to think about it and, and, and ran a, a couple of things past Buddy. I wanted to talk a little bit about, I guess, Disneyland, the park as a whole, as a narrative. Uh, that might be uh, sound a little broad for this minisode, but mostly I wanted to frame it in the perspective of my fiancé. He did not grow up going to Disneyland at all. He's the youngest son. Uh, there, He has two older brothers, and they're both a lot older than him. So they had grown out of the wanting to go to Disneyland phase by the time Ben was old enough to have a wanting to go to Disneyland phase. So I think they only went maybe two or three times when he was a kid. And since then, he's gone twice with me since in the last six years that we've been together. Um... So, a lot of the stuff in the park that I was kind of brushing past and taking for taking for granted, he had never done before. Uh, for example, he had never been on uh, the train before, and we did a whole episode on the train, and we were able to talk in depth about the train because we know so much about it. But he had never, ever been on the Disneyland Railroad. Um So we rode that, not all the way around. We started in in Toontown and and took it to Main Street as kind of our end of the day, um, very last thing we did, ride. Uh, And the reason why we were in Toontown is because, surprise, he had never been to Toontown. And that shocked me to hear. He was like, oh, there's a whole land in the back that's like kid rides? That's weird. By the time he was old enough to go to Disneyland, by the time he was old enough to remember going to Disneyland, he and his family had stopped even stepping foot into Toontown. So I took him back there, and of course the only—I mean the only thing we did—we went on on um, the Roger Rabbit cartoon spin, um, which was super fun. It's you know we spun it like it was the teacups, basically just spun, spun, spun around in circles, not really paying attention to the ride, but rather the the motion. Um, But we did a lap around Toontown, and he was impressed at the theming of it and thought that when he was a kid, he would have absolutely loved to go. But he didn't get a chance, and I'd never brought him back to Toontown because there's nothing back there for people our age. I didn't think he'd be interested. So we we went back there at the end of the day, then hopped on the train at at Toontown and, and rode it around to Main Street Station. And it really gave me, like, a whole new perspective on what the park means as as a whole. And 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 Buddy kind of came up with this particular phrasing that I really liked um, is that people go to explore Disneyland. They go to the park to to treat it like an exploration. Like this is a, a whole um, like a, it's a, it's a it's a there's a map and there are corners and not everything on the map is labeled and you can explore the park. Um, but it's, it it is, it's a, it's a limited space. It's not that big, but you can explore little nooks and crannies and secrets and things that you might only find in guidebooks and things like hidden Mickeys or, um, but things that, that you wouldn't normally see. And these are things that those of us who are Disney fans kind of take for granted, but for those who aren't like my fiance. Uh, he's getting to experience this as an adult, which might not be as exciting. to your first time doing it as an adult. It might not have that kind of sense of wonder, but I could tell, and, and he was telling me that he had a really good time this time that we visited, treating it as an exploration rather than just a, um, like, let's go ride the rides. He had never really done that before. And I was really, um, and I was really pleased to be able to kind of be the person to show him that it was like passing it on to somebody and, and kind of, yeah, a little bit getting to show off my knowledge. And and I pointed the bullet hole out in the Haunted Mansion. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I think it was Christy who even mentioned it in the first place. I found it and it's right there. And, and it's, and it, once you notice it, it's shocking. It's like the, this piece of splintered glass, you know, um, and, and I wonder why I never would have noticed it before. Um, things like that um, that he never would have even cared about. Even really as a kid, he just wanted to ride the rides, and and so it's I guess the topic of this little miniisode, and I'm going to wrap up here in a second, is the idea of of the map of the park as the narrative for people to share and to pass on. That the point of the whole thing is that we make our narratives and we enjoy the narratives that Disney has given to us. But the reason why we enjoy Disneyland all these 60 plus years later that it's been open is because it's something we can pass down and pass along and share with other people. It's not a solo experience. This is something that we do and love together and uh maybe we can explore this uh further in a in a longer episode when i have buddy to help me out and i'm not just literally speaking off the top of my head into my <laughs> into the recording on my phone (laughs) rather than into a microphone. So I'm sorry if the quality is not great. Um, but anyways, uh, I had a really great time and I'm looking forward to, uh, to going more often. This was a, a a good adventure and a nice little, uh, mini sewed Buddy, I hope that you had a really good week despite its, uh, stressful nature and I'm looking forward to talking to you soon. Uh, in the meantime, here's an Outro. Thank you for listening to Those Happy Places. I'm Alice White. Uh, This week's episode was uh, written by me (laughs) and edited by Buddy. Uh, Anyways, our theme song is uh, Golden Gate by the California Feet Warmers featuring Phil Alvin. You can find their music at uh, thecaliforniafeetwarmers.com. And you can find us on Twitter at Buddy Duquesne. That's D-U-Q-U-E-S-N-E. And I'm at Alice White, T-H-P. And you can join us on Facebook at any time at Those Happy Places. And thank you for listening. We hope that you have a magical day. (laughs) Is that how we end the episode? I don't know. (laughs)